You're listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which invites you along on a journey to learn of mindful living, grow in mental health, and inspire through personal growth. In a world where we can often feel much stress and overwhelm, this podcast provides bite-sized tips and real talk conversations, empowering you to embrace mindfulness and nurture your full potential. I'm your host, Vanessa de Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping others live life with peace of mind and ease of heart without losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 167 of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So my friends, around the time that you're listening to this podcast, I am celebrating my birthday. And every time it comes to my birthday season, I first think, I can't believe it's the end of September. And then I think, I can't believe it's almost the end of the year. And lastly, I think, I can't believe I'm blank years old. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. I don't feel like I'm my age, but my knees and my bones say otherwise sometimes. <laughs> and that makes me think of the concept of time. Time is one of our greatest assets and gifts, and it can be priceless, but it can also be really easy for it to slip away. Think about the moments that you reflect on when you're wondering, where did the summer go? Is it already September? Has it been two years since I've started this new job? Has it been five years since I've gotten married? Whatever the case is, there's a reason that time flies. And sometimes it's because we've become so busy and so consumed with our day-to-day routines that we feel like there just isn't enough time. Other times, it's because our memories are so fond that it feels like time is just fleeting, even though we want to capture them in a box and keep them forever. Even when we think that the day or the week is going by slowly, we're typically caught by surprise when it's time for us to clock out or come to the end of the week or when it's time for a big change that we've been counting down to. It comes by quick. So with all this talk of time, the question is, well, how do we manage time? how do we manage it for it to work in our benefit? There's a lot of ways that we can look at this. For some of us, it's all about how we can manage time to be more productive. But then for others, it can be looking at time as a valuable present rather than something that we're constantly feeling as a burden or that we're running out of or that we're chasing or racing against it, or even possibly running away from the things that we don't want to face. When I think about the concept of time, it really makes me think of two things. The first is my son. I remember how he was this little itty bitty baby. Well, he never really was so little, but he was a little meatball and just so cute. And it was so great. I loved when he was three and four years old and learning how to talk and walk and and make new friends and enjoying just the simplest things in life. And now he's slowly growing a mustache and really doing things more and more on his own. And it's true what they say, the nights are long, but the days are short because it passes by so, so very fast. 
It also makes me think of when I left education to become an entrepreneur, my own boss. And it's really different when you don't have to clock in to work or when you could do things at your own pace. But then I remember along with the flexibility, which was nice at first, I remember then feeling the pressure of, oh my goodness, am I not doing enough? Or what am I doing with my time? Or because I don't have to be in my office at a certain time, unless I have a client, of course, then it's kind of like, am I managing my time to the best of my ability so that I can fit in as much as possible and doing it well instead of feeling like I'm wasting the time away? Time management is key because it leads to better emotional and physical wellness. Because then poor time management, on the contrary, can lead to more stress, fatigue, mental blocks, lack of sleep, depression, feelings of anxiety, and other big feelings that can not only impact our emotional well-being, but can also impact our physical well-being as well. When we're caught between juggling priorities and catching up on tasks, we don't have the time to carve out for ourselves that important time for self-care, for the right amount of sleep, for the relationships in our lives that can bring us joy. And then as a result, we struggle to stay afloat when in reality, it may feel like we're sinking underneath all there is to do. Just recently, I saw a video on Instagram that it showed somebody fake drowning, so to speak, right? In a pool of water. And it said, this is how I feel when I'm trying to take care of my mental health and text people back and drink water and exercise and do all the things. And yeah, it can definitely feel overwhelming, which is why time management is so important because we want to make sure that we're leaving time for those positive things and making time for the things that we have to make time for. Poor time management can lead to burnout. Whether it is that poor time management is applicable to your work life or just to your general plans, or maybe it's a direct impact that builds over the course of time, it can definitely lead to burnout because we might be using our time in a way that doesn't serve us and hurting the internal and external motivations in our life. Building time management skill is essential to our growth as well. You can do this by creating an organized method that works for you. And some organized methods include to-do lists, time logs, calendar updates, any form of written reminder that can allow you to put your thoughts into words so that you have something to check off or physically make sure that you're attending to. I personally love talking to Siri. I'll just say, hey, Siri reminds me this Friday at 12 o'clock to blank. The trick is, my friends, to make sure that we don't just swipe up on that notification and that we actually do it. Another tool that I love to use is Google Keep or Google Tasks. I just write notes on there or things that I have to do. And I love that it has a checkoff list, so it crosses it out on one or puts a check mark on the other, depending which one you're using. But first, before we even go into tools, we have to first identify the key part of time management, which is identifying goals. I love using SMART goals, which stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. So when you're thinking about goals that are SMART, when you're using a plan like this, you make sure that you have defined goals set within a certain time frame, and that can make it easier to reach these goals without feeling that you have no time or support or even guidance. I personally love to make my goals bite-sized. I've spoken about before making quarterly goals instead of yearly resolutions. 
because it makes them more achievable and it gives me greater flexibility while still staying dedicated to what I want and what I need to accomplish. Also, balance your to-dos with breaks because my friends, we are not robots. We are not machines. We are not built to constantly be in a cycle of doing, even though sometimes we may want to, but we just can't. And we're not always going to be able to get done the things that we want to get done. But knowing this, though, it can bring comfort because it shows that we should be taking time out for ourselves and not constantly checking emails when we're on a break or skipping lunch just to get that extra task done. It's okay to say no. It's necessary to take breaks because that is going to help us feel more productive in the long run. We as humans think that it's an accomplishment when we say we're great multitaskers, but when we do a lot of things at once, we don't do anything to 100%. So if we can juggle a couple of ideas in our minds at the same time, that's one thing. But think about when you're doing five different things, is everything getting your 100% attention and are you doing it to 100% of your ability or does it come out to 95 or 90? And sometimes that may be okay with you, but when it comes to dedicating time to the things we like and those we love, that's really when we want to check in with our time management. And if we're really good multitaskers, or maybe we should focus on one thing at a time in the right here, right now, which is mindfulness. So we know that time is valuable, but of course, that means different things to different people. In our personal lives, it means making the time for people that we love and that we care about, just as I just stated. Truly being in the moment when we're having conversations with our family and with our friends, putting the phone away during date nights, actually listening when we offer an ear to listen, and sharing things that we want to share to build connections and being vulnerable at the same time. Quality time is an action, just as much as it is a noun. When we're mindful and we're present about the time that we spend with the people we care about, we not only feel happy and peaceful, but we also show them how special they are and how to make them feel valued as well. For work, it can mean prioritizing and delivering on commitments. Some of the best and healthiest workplace environments recognize that you're a human, not a robot, and that your work matters. And when given the opportunity to show up and to be efficient, it can be done with limiting distractions, making sure to avoid procrastination, and taking mini breaks so that you're not just staring at your screen or or constantly bouncing from meeting to meeting. And of course, for you, (laughs) taking the time for ourselves is so important because we can be there for others and then we can be there for ourselves too. We must do the things that nurture our soul, that make our inner child happy and to encourage peace of mind and ease of heart. So really think about how can we make time for passion projects? Just as important, how can we make time for rest and for exercising or journaling or being mindful and so much more? When we realize how important time is and we make sure to recognize that it may look different for different people in our lives, then we can more easily show up and we can be present and set boundaries as needed. And then as a result, we truly get to experience life and treat it as a journey that it should be. And time management can really make us happy. And sometimes it's 
just the little things, getting a little extra time to watch your favorite show, spending a few extra minutes of time with your kids before they head off to school or before they go to bed, setting up some time for a FaceTime call with your long distance best friend, blocking out your calendar because you're watching a movie with your partner and you want to be intentionally present or booking that vacation because you have those days off. All of these things really are concepts of time that when we have extra time for the things and people that bring us joy, we are so much happier and healthier as a result. When we are productive in the hours we need to be, we can enjoy the time that we do have to relax and take those spa days or those long showers, read a book, to rest, to do all the things that bring us joy. What we may find is that sometimes when we procrastinate or when we don't manage our time well, even our free time, then we're caught stressing out or thinking about all the things that we haven't done yet, whether it be from the past or whether it be the things that are coming up. So time management skills can help with better communication, better organization, self-care, and more. When we manage our time properly, we respect the fact that we need and that we deserve energy and love. And more and more, we're hearing about a four-day work week or about shorter hours. It's really a great concept to explore if you're in a job or position or career that has that flexibility, because it's true. When you have less time to do things in, then you don't waste as much time and you get right to it. And imagine if you have the option of having a four-day work week and a three-day weekend, how much you would really stay focused to do what you got to do in order to really enjoy those three-day weekends. I do it for myself in my business and it brings so much joy. And lastly, my friends, another thing to remember is that time is not our enemy. I know that commercials will have you think otherwise when they're talking about wrinkles and creams and things to stay young, but it's really not our enemy because when we think about the future and think about the changes we're scared about, and when we think about the past and think about the things that we miss or how things could have gone differently, and even when we're in the present and our mind fixates on things that hurts us instead of that heals us, all of these things relate to us not being in the present moment, which makes us almost scared to truly live. Really think about that. Does it bring you some kind of fear to live in the right here and right now? Because the truth is that no, time isn't timeless. But the beauty of it comes in all of that. The fact that special moments be passed, but the fact that memories are there forever. The fact that people we meet might become strangers again, but we'll always remember the conversations we shared. The fact that our kids and people we love are growing up and it's a big change. And sometimes it can be sad or scary, sometimes nostalgic, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. We all are growing up, not just our kids. We're different than who we used to be. We hope to be different because the goal is to always be learning and growing. But just like some things never change, that's the most precious part of time is that you are always evolving into this new version of yourself. And maybe you like the changes. And maybe you won't, but you're still learning and growing and you're a human. You will make mistakes. You will be proud of actions that you make. And some days will feel heavy and others will feel like sunshine and light. But no matter what the day or the journey is, remember this. 
you're doing exactly what you need to be doing at this point in time. And with effective time management and truly being mindful of the time you save for yourself, you can do the things you want that bring you joy. Because regardless of what changes over time, it's the cherished memories that you hold in your heart that you have forever. So my friends, at the end of every podcast episode, I always lead you on a guided meditation. Have you ever thought, am I doing this right? Is this how it really gets done? I personally use something that tells me if I am actually in a meditative state and that thing is called Muse. The headband is equipped with monitors that read your heart rate, your brain waves, tells you exactly when you're in an active, neutral, or calm state. It's super easy to use. You turn it on, you place it on your head, and you link it to the app. And the app has a ton of guided meditations that you can choose from. Not only do I use it on my own, but I also use it with clients as young as five years old. By using the Muse, you get all of the benefits that meditation gives you, like feeling calmer and more relaxed, having more focus and clarity, being better able to handle stress and being more in tune with your emotions. But you're also going to to have that biofeedback in your hands that tells you if you're actually doing it right. And what I love the most is that it really helps you with your sleep. You can get the Muse for your own home at a discounted rate by turning to the link in the show notes below. I hope it's as great for you as it is for me. So friends, remember that time is a gift and something that helps us reflect on the time we have, how we're spending it, who we're spending it with, and what we want to do with the time that we have. Something that can help with this is reflection and is engaging in mindful moments. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, take a breath in and reflect on the message that you just heard. Think about all of the things that you've experienced to this point in time, to this very moment as you're listening to my voice. Know that everything has happened for a reason. All of the great things, all of the sad things, and everything in between, they are what make your journeys unique, and they are what makes your journey special. You can't change the time that has passed, but you can think of what you'd like to do with the time that you have right now. Time is our most precious and most valuable resource that we can't get from. So in this moment, think about how you wanna spend your time. Think about how you are spending time that perhaps doesn't serve you and how you can put things into action to change this feeling so that situations, people, events, and time overall benefits you. Remember that you choose the way you'd like to spend your time. And also remember that in a world where you are free to be anything that you wanna be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.